Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 15th of November, and I just woke up probably two minutes ago. So if you are listening, thank you for being there. It is absolutely hilarious that I am here and I I woke up at quarter to four and then I go, okay, I have a few minutes and I just boomed out. Here I am. And it's only because I woke up at 1230 until two o'clock in the morning last night. And I just was concerned we have some things coming up in our family, which I won't be here on uh, Monday morning because we have a surgery coming up and my brain was just all over the place. So I'm really sorry, but man, thank you for waiting. The whole like line of call-ins are, are there. So thank you guys. The elevator music I just saw online that it's there. So thank you for listening to that for a few minutes because I got some questions that I can answer today. I've got a few minutes, so thank you guys so much for being here. I will get to it quick. So my first question is from Liam Colley, and he says, question, is there a point when searching and seeking truth, love, purity, joy, God, whatever you call it, becomes something we focus on too much And we forget to focus on what we've found or learned. I mean, if we are in a perpetual seeking mode, is it possible that we will overlook what we do know and the practical use of that knowledge? If we are constantly asking questions, do we forget to hear the answers when they have been given to us? Thanks. Okay, so, Liam, what you just described was the gentleman caller in the book. Not completely, but all he did was ask questions. Now, when you get an answer, you actually care about the answer. He didn't care about the answer. He just kept asking me the questions over and over again. Answers are so important to digest. That's not like, oh, I know that now and I want to elevate higher. That's why I put out so many posts. Be who you are. Seeking, and, and, and really listen to this if you can hear me, if you suck it out, and if not, please come back. Seeking truth. Love, purity, joy, God. All of those things, and this is the biggest lesson Christ has been teaching me, are all already here and already who we are. All of them. 
seeking them is like saying that's not who I am. But if I know about it, then I can put it there. But I get your question. You don't want to over-focus. I write about truth, love, and purity. I post about it. I think about it. I do everything about it with it. But not because I'm seeking it. Seeking is an action word. It's taking you somewhere. It's because I feel it. Letting ourselves feel these things is the answer. Because you're right. If you're in a perpetual seeking mode, is it possible to overlook what we do and the practical use of the knowledge? Yes. Of course, if we are constantly asking questions, do we forget to hear the answers when they have been given to us? Yes. When I see responses to some of my posts, when I see certain responses, I go, Oh, wow, that person listens to my show every day? Because they did. I don't know if they still do now, but I know they did. And I would go, how could they ask me that question? Even if, even if what they wrote wasn't, something that I keep talking about, I didn't understand what they were listening to. And then every time I'd post without fail, there would be a contradiction right under it, as though this was now time for a battleground. And it got so confrontational that it got to where I was getting personally insulted. Because that person was constantly speaking. And they may have figured some things out great. But they weren't living in the understanding of why they took the precious time of their lives out to be here. Seeking, and that's your your word right there, Leah, is different than living. I question my truth day in and day out. I question my love day in and day out. I question my purity day in and day out. Because every single day that we are alive, We are going to be faced with a challenge. We are going to be faced with something that's going to challenge how we live in truth, how we live with love, how we live with purity, how we view God. There may be someone who doesn't believe in God at all and something happens. 
and they realize something great happened from a really scary thing or a big challenge, and they say, oh, my God, there is a God. Because God is there, whether we believe in him or not, whether we seek him or not, whether we care or not, because we are all a part of God. It's just that we have been so hammered and taught to separate all the good things from ourselves. Why tell the truth when you can lie and get something more? How do you love? Well, be yourself. Well, what's that? What's purity? Oh, that's your innocence. Oh, yeah, well, that's been gone a long time. That's what you hear. When people ask me what I do or what I write about that don't know me and I have maybe a minute to tell them, all I say is I write books. Because to tell them that would be like, oh, wow, what is that? That was what I get. Over time, that has been revised to, I write about our souls. Now, almost 18 years ago, that meant like, what? Now when I say it, their eyes open wide. Not because I'm saying anything different. because they're seeking now something that 18 years ago wasn't even something we thought about seeking not even me I always just tried to make sure I pleased everyone so I could have my own free time there was a way to do that and usually it was limited But if we're not listening to the answers and we're just asking more questions, and I always know that by the way people answer me, that I know. I'm like, oh, you didn't get that. Oh, that's a big one. You might want to get that one. Sit on that for a little bit of time. Exactly how Christ treats me. When I don't know something, he doesn't keep saying, you don't know that. He just waits. He knows it's going to hit. If he said it, and I really wanted the answer, I didn't just want to do a mental exercise and pretend I'm seeking or think I'm seeking or think that's what seeking people should do. He never treated it that way. That's really pretty cool. But what he did do was put another challenge in front of me. And instead of me giving up on truth and love and purity and joy and God, because they're all the same, but yet they're all different, I just tried to use what he told me. Because in my frustration, I would keep saying what he would tell me over and over 
and over again in my mind because it made so much sense. It just made different sense the first time I heard it, different sense while I was experiencing it. And that's when it was learned, was when the challenge was done. And some of them may have taken three or four or five years. My marriage took me 14 years. I obviously didn't have, well, I did. I had God. I didn't ever think of Christ prior to that. But I used to write to God. And I wanted answers so bad because I am a user of answers. I don't need to know a lot of stuff. I just want to need to know the stuff that brings my soul comfort. And I usually know if something doesn't, something else is wrong. Whether it's in me or what is coming at me, I never take myself out of the equation because I know that I'm not right on everything. But even just knowing that, being okay with it, is truthful. Is self-love. Is that purity to say, hey, I don't know that. We are not here with a brain full of all the knowledge we need. We are here with a brain that finds different ways to seek that knowledge. But once we seek it, if we're not using it, then go back to the fork in the road and start to say things to yourself like, you know, can I do this differently? You're faced with a brand new relationship. You're faced with a brand new job, a brand new task in life. And you say, how can I do that differently? If you want to, you have free will. Working with ourselves is huge. That is an awesome question because I think it a lot. Like how how did that, oh, maybe they just didn't get it yet. And then sometimes I'll do another show on awareness. Awareness is huge. But when people stay in that seeking mode, or on the Seeking channel, which is what I call it, like a TV show. Every show has its own theme, and there's a Seeking, you know. Let's show you this, and let's show you that. And there's like a million things to know and a million things to learn, but what do you do with all that knowledge? But what Christ taught me is we're all truth, love, and purity, so there's no way we're not going to recognize it once we're there. But do we have to keep talking about it? No. Is it a tool in your toolbox? Yes. Once you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything, do you? Which gives you more room to learn. Once you come from a point of love towards yourself, you don't have to worry about hurting other people because you're not going to do it to yourself if you really understand self-love. Once you can embrace the innocence that we have, once you can do that, reclaim that, that's hard. Once you do, when people want to come near you that aren't 
with good intention, they can't get there for the most part. Because when you reclaim that purity, you know what it looks like. There's a value there. And so when something isn't, as a result, you also, for the most part, know what that looks like. These things don't weaken our strength. When you live them, they strengthen your strength. They take away need and desperation and needing to do things to prove things and hurting others, even if it's just to show them how much smarter you are. That's why when people would put confrontational things on my page, I just started deleting the things. It was just like being pecked by a a bird with a very strong beak over and over again. But I love the people. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Some of them made sense once in a while, and other times they were just out there because they were not coming from a pure place saying that they were. Like, well, don't you get it? Like, that can't work in this one point zero 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 point or zero 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 one time. And then I'm like, yeah, but did you did you read the post? Because for the most part, I didn't write it. I may be going through things on earth, but Christ is teaching me right with you. We are here because when we live the answers, we don't need to ask the same question over and over again. And that's the other answer that I wanted to give you. Instead of searching and seeking, living those things will not keep the same questions coming out over and over again. We will have different questions that may relate to truth, may relate to love, may relate to purity, joy, God, inner peace. But then we draw an experience that's good experience for us to draw from. Using the answers we hear give us the next question. And as we grow deeper in that understanding, we don't have to seek those things. We now live them, and now we seek greater truth, love, and purity through our experiences. We don't go back and say, okay, now I know this, so I want to know more but we start being drawn to certain things to learn and we use the principles that we learn. That's why I love the show. We talk about it every day. We learn more every day. Same principles. You guys, I ran out of time. I had another question. We'll hit it next week. I love you guys. And I will see you on Tuesday morning. I will not be here on Monday. You have been listening to today's daily dose of the Nadia Khalil morning show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.